At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. They are underway in the second quarter at SoFi Stadium. The Pittsburgh Steelers possessing the ball on offense for just the second time in this game. The Chargers scored a touchdown on their first offensive possession. To take a 7-3 lead, Pittsburgh is into Los Angeles territory. Now at about the 41-yard line, uh, Najee Harris just uh, converted a third down for a first on a short yardage play. Ben going deep, finds his man Chase Claypool there, and it looks like we'll have a first and goal situation from about the 4-5 or yard line now, just under 13 minutes left to go in the second quarter. And Pittsburgh has now dropped to just a a three-and-a-half-point underdog here in the live market James, we were talking about the Colts' domination of the Buffalo Bills. The Bills dropped to 6-4 and four and fall out of first place in the AFC West division. The Colts moved to 6-5, and five, but it was good for the Colts in the AFC South division as Tennessee lost as, way to, uh, as well today, so they pick up some nice ground there on the division leader on Sunday due to the Indianapolis Colts. But on tap in Week 12, and we talked about this just briefly with Ken Dilger, our guest earlier in the show, Big game on tap for the Colts as they uh, will host Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady returning to Indianapolis. We remember so many of those matchups with Peyton Manning. It'll be against Carson Wentz, of course, this time around. Uh, this game was made a pick over the summer at the Westgate. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where this comes out. Obviously, Tampa Bay, we have not seen them play. They will play on Monday night. Um, but uh, interesting to see who will be made the favorite in that game off of that performance 
of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, any speculation on where you uh, would stand on this game? Do you happen to like the Colts? Again, we haven't seen the Tampa Bay Bucks yet uh, off of that two-game losing streak they've got going, but uh, w- would you be willing to go back to the well with the Colts again as they return home off of that performance over Buffalo? I might. I, I, let's let's think about the personnel right now for the in, for the defensive side for Tampa Bay. We know the secondary's had some issues at the cornerback position. They've been banged up. But to me, it, the, the big piece here is thinking about the matchup. You know the matchup for the Indianapolis Colts is we saw it today. I don't care what how highly ranked that Buffalo Bills defense was coming into this game. They hadn't played anybody like the Indianapolis Colts in that offensive line. I know Quentin Nelson went down in that game today. I'm not sure how badly he was injured. That's a big piece. But Vita Vea, he's doubtful for tomorrow night's game against the New York Giants. He's the space eater in that, in that one hole or that three hole, wherever they move him or plays that A gap there. He's a big piece to stop in the run. Vita Vea is going to be a big piece in this matchup. And I think on the other side for Tom Brady throwing the football, you can throw the ball at the Colts down the seams and against those safeties. Both starting safeties are done. They're gone for the season, I believe, for the Indianapolis Colts. That's the weakness of that defense right now is the backside, in particular at the safety position. You know Tom Brady's not afraid to sling the ball down between the hash marks and take big shots down the down the field. That might be a game where I'm looking at the total and maybe thinking the over based on personnel the weakness for the Colts being on the backside Tom Brady taking advantage of that especially if Antonio Brown comes back and is healthy along with Gronkowski and then the other side I think Indianapolis is going to be able to run the football at this Tampa Bay Bucks defense especially if Vita Vea is not available the Buffalo Bills will be on a short week. They will play on Thanksgiving. They're down in the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Saints. The Bills were installed as a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one when the Lions first came out over the summer about five or six months ago. The Pittsburgh Steelers go for it on fourth and goal, and it does not work out. So they turn the ball over on downs to the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers will start on offense for the second time this evening from about their own three-yard line or so, and the Chargers again holding on to a 7-3 to lead, and Pittsburgh now back up to a 7.5-point underdog in this contest. Your total dips down all the way to 42.5. Let's talk about contests here in Las Vegas, James. I know you had a great day. Of course, you were on the Colts. You were on the Eagles. My day was very average. I'm hoping for a 3-2 and week in the contest, but once again, as far as Circus Survivor, The Tennessee Titans knock out 38 people with their outright loss to the Houston Texans. And we started the day with 173 people left in Circa Survivor. 38 people go by the wayside that were on the Tennessee Titans. And you also had one contestant that was on the Carolina Panthers. They lose outright to the Washington football team. So all of a sudden, nearly 40 people. We're down to 130 plus people in Circa Survivor. And we haven't even hit Thanksgiving yet. The Titans, Mike Vrabel, I thought that was coach of the year. He was the front runner. He was in the clubhouse minus four. He was what, $4 plus? I think it was, he was the lead going into this week, four to one. Yeah, so much for that. You lose at home to the Houston Texans today. Put up the, what you did in that matchup. I don't care about the rain. Both teams had to play in the bad weather. You just didn't show. And we've talked about that. That was going to be a tough spot for the Titans from uh, an emotional standpoint, from an intensity standpoint coming into that game. They had just won an impressive win. Five impressive wins in a row at close games, overtime games, you name it. But very impressive wins for the Tennessee Titans on deck next week. Big game against New England and former former coach there. You know that with Vrabel being a former Patriot and mentor of Bill Belichick. Uh, at big game on deck. 
What were they going to bring into this game? They brought nothing. They had they were a no show, complete no show on that side of the uh, on either side of the field really for the Tennessee Titans. So yeah, so much for coach of the year. But thinking about the survivor, I mean. It, it's hard to say, yeah, in retrospect, all right, well, the Texans, yeah, how do they how do they have those upsets? So many times we see these upsets happen because the other team is just not ready to play, not so much because the focus might not have been there, but how much the how much the Tennessee Titans leave on the field the five weeks previously as playing at such a high level and such as the physicality that they were playing with in those five wins against playoff contending and Super Bowl contending teams in a sense weren't going to have it here today. Those are the kind of pitfalls that you've got to try to avoid from a psychological standpoint and emotional standpoint when teams just don't have it exactly what happened to the Tennessee Titans today. If you look at the top five consensus plays in the Circa Millions and the Westgate Super Contest, uh, a 500-day in total, they were 3-2 and two in the Circa Millions. The Colts were the most popular pick. That got home. The Vikings were the second most popular pick. That was a winner. The Ravens were the third most popular pick. That was a loser. They were laying four and a half in the contest and won that game by three. The Dolphins were laying three in the contest. They got home against the New York Jets, and then the Seattle Seahawks were the fifth most popular pick, and they lost outright. So three and two for the consensus top five in the Circa Millions. Over in the Super Contest, it was two and three. Picks were pretty similar here, but the Dolphins didn't make the card. They were replaced by the Dallas Cowboys as one of the top five most popular picks. And, of course, Dallas uh, did not cover the number against the Kansas City Chiefs. Minnesota was the very most popular pick, followed by Seattle. That was a loser. The Indianapolis Colts, the third most popular pick. Dallas, the fourth most popular pick. And the Ravens, so three losers against two winners there in the Super Contest. And I know you had a big day, uh, James. I'm not sure if it was your Circa Millions or your Super Contest entry, but you hope that you had a big day in the Super Contest entry because you certainly gained some ground on the consensus that went two and three. Yeah, both of them. I used the same plays this week okay. for both the both both the Super Contest and the Circa Millions. Let's just put it this way. Maybe I needed to be out of Survivor, and I lost out of Survivor with finally two weeks ago when I was done. Since then, now 9-1 and one in the last two weeks being in the contest. So I could just focus back on the contest. And I think, you know, this is where uh, we talked about this in uh, earlier in the season. For whatever reason, I've, I've got to figure out why. October in the contest for me has always been my most challenging month. And then we get past. October and the second half of the season was we really start to get dialed in because then we have such a bigger picture of who these teams are, who personnel is, new coaches coming in, what have they established with their new teams, uh, new players coming on board, free agency, draft picks, those types of things, and then start to learn and find the identity of teams too. And then we have a bigger sample for scheduling spots and being able to identify those scheduling spots. Had had the Texans as one of the picks in the contest today, plus 10, 10 and a half, whatever that number was, but finding those scheduling spots spots the deeper we get into the schedule there's more information you know I'm not really much of a statistical guy but start looking at matchups looking at injuries and looking at scheduling spots that's where now we get in the second half of the season Brady starting to feeling better about where the where at least for myself where I'm going right now getting dialed in with all these teams across the National Football League well, that's a great start at 9-1 and one because uh, that puts you at 9-1 and one for the Circa contest as far as the right. quarterly contest. So you've got to be out in front there. Uh, there could be somebody that's 10-0, and 0, but obviously you're right in the thick okay. of that. Overall, as far as both contests, now 9-1 and one over the course of two weeks will get you right back in the thick of things. But do you, do you have a big hill to climb to win the entire thing? Are you a yeah. little bit more focused on, on quarterly prizes at this point? 
I, I, it's, I am. I'm focused. I'm not going to win the whole thing. I'm not there. Here's where I'm at. I'm, I've got two, two entries in the Circa. That one I'm just playing. One entry is playing for the quarterly, so we'll see where it stands after uh, Monday Night Football. But the other entry, I'm going for the booby prize. So I've been trying to find ways to lose games the last few weeks in that one and see if I can have an opportunity to have the worst record. So trying not so much to get the best record in one, playing for the quarterlies going forward in one entry and then going for the booby prize with one of the other entries. That one's sitting currently at one and three right now. And if the Chargers don't cover, it'll go one and four. So that's a good day when you're talking about the booby prize. Uh, and then the re- reboot. I don't know if you do the reboot there at the Westgate. I have with never the done the reboot no so I, I did it I didn't do it last year I did it the first year I came in the top five whatever that was uh, at the first year it came out so I did do the reboot as well so we'll see where the standings play out after this week sitting in that reboot contest which just started last week well that's really interesting the reboot and maybe that's right up your alley to continue yeah. playing on that because you mentioned how you kind of tend to struggle in the month of October that reboot usually happens around Halloween or so. So you're over your hangover there. It's right in your wheelhouse to start on the reboot, right? Yeah, I love the I love having the reboot that's available. It just was available the, the last couple of years where it is the last part. It's the second half of the season. So in this case here, because there are uh, 18 weeks in a sense, it was it started last week. But, you know, the quarterly prizes, regardless of where you're at in the standings up or down, the quarterly prizes in both of these contests, I think that keeps you engaged for the entire season, even if you're just playing for four weeks at a time. Oh, it's tremendous that they've come up with that type of yep. thing because, uh, you know, you can be out of it, but you're still in it with the quarterly prizes. The Los Angeles Chargers leading the Pittsburgh Steelers 7-3. to They are into Pittsburgh territory. Just about five minutes left in the second quarter. Justin Herbert scrambling. Now down about to the 25-yard line of the Steelers. We'll be back with more in just a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available at vsin.com for you to keep up with the key NFL prop bets. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as movement each week to follow the trends and find the best values. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vsin.com slash NFL. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. And while we were away, Austin Eckler in the end zone again. I believe that's his second touchdown on the night for the Los Angeles Chargers. The extra point is up and good. 14-3 now. Los Angeles uh, building a lead there over the Pittsburgh Steelers late in the second quarter. Steelers looks like they'll have uh, just over a minute, just under two minutes maybe to go uh, before halftime. And again, currently trailing 14 to three. They've become a 12 and a half point dog in the live market. And your total has dipped down about four points from where it was at the close. Now 43 and a half in the live market. And James, you talked about it earlier. You know, we see, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and all these uh, quarterbacks and even in college football, guys that like to sling it all over the yard and explosive plays. But the running game and defense really comes down to it at the end of the day. And and the Chargers, it looks like in this game so far, certainly they have moved the ball down the field with a couple of nice big pass plays. Uh, but down by the goal line and in between, uh, you know, getting in between the 20s, they have used the running game very effectively against that Pittsburgh defense. I think right now it's just they're really shorthanded. And we talked about that. That was really took me off of playing the Steelers in this matchup because they are shorthanded on the defensive side. Namely, we know on the back end with Hayden at, at coverage, Hayden and, and Fitzpatrick or Mika Fitzpatrick, but not having Watt. And he is just such a game wrecker sometimes when you talk thinking about his ability to get after the pass and run down, run down players from behind. I mean, he's just such a sp- sensational player. And him not being there now, you're not seeing any pressure on Justin Herbert. He's being able to to make his reads, and I think that's just it. He's 11 of 12 right now for 113 yards, but it's not just one read. He's having time to be able to survey. You took this away, you took that away. That touchdown that he had to to Austin Eckler, that was not the first read. That was probably his third read, who was just matched up on a linebacker, kind of running uh, just a little crosser out of the backfield, and he was able to check it down, find him with the matchup that he liked, and was able to do that because he has the time to throw the football. So I don't think I'm going to get involved with this one right now, Brady, just thinking about the, the sh- how shorthanded the Steelers are defensively right now. I mean, it's scheme is one thing, and, and rally together, and the want to is another, but 
can you do it based on the personnel? That's just too many big players off the field right now. No play as of yet for me getting involved in-game. I was mistaken on the time left in the second quarter here, about three and a half minutes left, and the Steelers got a nice kickoff return, so they start on first down at about their own 35-yard line, trailing the Los Angeles Chargers 14-3. to They now move to 11.5-point underdogs in the live market, and the total ticks up to 44.5. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets, James. An interesting game coming in. And it just felt like a sneaky spot for the New York Jets. We know they're a bad football team, but here you had the Miami Dolphins, who are not a great football team either, and they're being installed as a road favorite. It did get all the way up to three and a half. In fact, closed at four in favor of the Dolphins. They were one of the most popular picks in the Circa Millions top five consensus plays. The total closed at 44 and a half. And I tell you what, for a long time, the Jets made a game of it. But in the second half, Miami pulled away and had a touchdown lead and then eventually continued to pull away. The Jets tried to get closer late. They tacked on a field goal. That was really just cosmetic. But 24-17, your final. The Miami Dolphins do end up covering, and the game stays under the total. The Jets now just 2-8 and eight on the year. And, James, we talked about it. The, J- uh, the Jets in 2020 went 0 for 6 against the AFC East division. They are now 0-4 straight up and against the spread against the division this season. Yeah, and it, and not a great division either. Just the, the Jets are just a bad football team, and that's why they were, and they've been a bad football team and a bad football franchise for quite a while now. And in that you're having to stick in Joe Flacco to start. Actually, Flacco did pretty well. There wasn't yeah. much pressure coming from that Miami defense. They really... Let Flacco, for the most part, have have plenty of looks to to throw the ball, but it's just it's just devoid of talent. And it's even so with Miami side. You know, it's not a good football team either. But I think the the strength of that team is in that secondary. Flacco was able to exploit them on some big plays down the field, but ultimately, it's the Jets' defense. They just can't get stops. They can't get off the field. There's no playmakers on that defense. And I know they had some injuries coming into the season. A couple free agents that went down. Early in the season, now May was their best. He was their best player in the secondary. He's been lost for the season for the last couple games. I think that's where it just shows up. And even with the poor Miami team offensively, who can't really do much of anything throwing or running the football, uh, pretty efficient day out of Tua, 27 out of 33, 273 yards, a couple TDs throwing the ball, uh, and and some some plays running the football out of Miles Gaskin. But it's just, to me, it's the defense. It's just the team you just can't trust from week to week based on the fact that the New York Jets just have no playmakers and teams can just sustain drives and eventually just start to wear down a suspect and really devoid of talent defense on the New York Jets. The one positive was the young rookie Elijah Moore out of Old Miss. He had a big day for the New York Jets. And, uh, you know, that that's – I mean, the cupboard is pretty bare there. And you mentioned a lot of injuries that they've had as well on both offense and defense. But a nice day, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good day for Joe Flacco and Elijah Moore as well. But in the end, 24-17, the Dolphins win – for the third time in a row. They will return to South Florida next Sunday to host the Carolina Panthers. The Dolphins were made a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game over the summer. I imagine that's probably going to change. Very interesting line there. The Jets are on the road to uh, Houston to face the Texans, who come off of that wild victory today. The Jets were made a one-point road favorite in that contest over the summer. That's a very interesting one to look at as well as we head towards Week 12. The Washington football team and the Carolina Panthers mentioned the Carolina Panthers will take on the Dolphins next week. This week, they were at home 
hosting the Washington football team, and there was much to do about Ron Rivera returning to his old team to face his old quarterback and Cam Newton. You had both of these teams coming in off of outright wins as big underdogs, both nearly double-digit underdogs, and they pulled off the trick, both the Carolina Panthers in their win over the Arizona Cardinals and the Washington football team knocking off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was a pretty good game, and I thought both teams looked all right. I didn't think Cam looked that bad, but Taylor Heineke, James, man, I tell you, this kid's starting to look pretty darn good, the quarterback for Washington. He can make a lot of throws. He's he's a competitive kid. He's going to give great effort, and Think about, I think it's more so thinking about Washington here, the fact that they committed to running the football. I mean, Heineke made some throws. He had three touchdown passes today, but only had to throw the ball 22 times. It was 16 out of 22 for 206 yards with the three touchdowns. But they committed, did the Washington football team, to running the football today. Now, there were some scrambles out of Heineke as well, not design runs, but collectively 40 rushes today for 190 yards. And you look on the other side for the Carolina team, Cam Newton, they talked about, well, would we see some time split between Cam Newton? He just got there trying to get acclimated to a whole new uh, a whole new coaching staff, a whole new playbook, you name it, new teammates, et cetera, and P.J. Walker, and they'd split some duties. Nope, no P.J. Walker today. It was all Cam Newton, 21 out of 27. No other attempts passing for anybody. All Cam Newton uh, as far as the quarterback position was concerned. But just 10 rushes today from Carolina. You had 10 rushes out of Cam Newton. You have Christian McCaffrey ran the ball 10 times. Well, we got a brand new quarterback. Let's just go ahead and, and sling the football around and let Cam just figure it out as he goes. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask for Cam Newton or anybody coming into a new situation like that. The fact that the Washington football team controlled the game on the ground. Again, here's another game where a team committed to running the football ends up victorious. Yeah, Antonio Gibson was excellent, and Terry McLaurin, what a game for him. And like you say, Taylor Heineke, yeah, I don't know if he's the most talented kid in the league, but absolutely has that competitive fire. And going up against a very good defense in Carolina today, and I I couldn't figure that out either, why they didn't give the ball to McCaffrey more often. You know, he had a big game in his first game back from the hamstring injury last week in that win against Arizona. I don't know why they went away from him today. And like you say, it's like they just wanted to feature their new toy in Cam Newton, and he had a pretty good game, but uh, ultimately it ended up in an outright loss, 27 to 21, your final in favor of Washington. They moved to four and six on the year. They've won two in a row. Carolina moves to five and six on the season. Uh, Carolina closed as a three and a half point favorite in this game with a total of 43. Uh, I mentioned that the Panthers will be at Miami next week. The Washington football team, they're headed for prime time. They will host the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night, James, and the Seattle Seahawks were made a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game over the summer. Now, a lot has changed since then for the Seattle Seahawks. They were beaten outright today. Russell Wilson once again looked rusty. Uh, This is not a very good football team, the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, you you go into the offseason and you make this schedule. This looks like a pretty good matchup from what these two teams did last year, but this looks like a little bit of a clunker on Monday night. Uh, for Seattle, and you think about Russell Wilson, definitely not healthy, but it's the defensive side for this Seattle football team. They It doesn't matter who was playing quarterback against them. They can't get off the field. They can't cover. Jamal Adams, as much of a playmaker as he is, a big liability when it comes to being able to make plays without committing fouls and penalties. Big penalty late that ended up sealing the game for the Cardinals. Yeah, interesting game. I like the Washington football team. Who cares what the line is? Just about a minute left before halftime, and Big Ben finds the end zone. Pittsburgh back in the ballgame. We'll update you on the other side right here on the Pro Football Blitz.
This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Black Friday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. James and I both wearing a VEASAN shirt this evening. Hurry, this limited-time offer is – so sign up now. It's a limited-time offer. Sign up now. Perfect sports betting holiday gift. You can find it all at vsun.com slash subscribe. Yeah, James, I see you're wearing your Legalize It VEASAN shirt there. And, of course, Legalize It has been true to over 20 states across uh, the United States now. Legalized sports betting. I'm wearing my, you love this one from Chris Andrews. It's never under until it's over. So all of that available in the well. VEASAN store. Go get your extra 20 bucks there with your midseason football special. Uh, let's get to our best bets. Let me let me update Sunday night football first. Yeah. The uh, Steelers get, did get in the end zone. Deontay Johnson with a couple of circus catches on that drive. Had one earlier uh, to get into Chargers territory and then ends up catching the touchdown out of the arms of Ben Roethlisberger. And they now trail 14-10, to 10, a four-point ball game. But Justin Herbert has the Chargers on the move once again. Just 38 seconds left in the half here, and Pittsburgh remains a 7.5-point underdog in the live market. Your total now up to 49.5 as they go to a TV timeout. Again, just 38 seconds left there before half. Justin Herbert and the Chargers trying to put another and, score on the board. Uh, I'm sorry, James, did you have something? Brady, and and in lieu of your shirt, I did in between the, the segments here, in, be, in between the break here and uh, before the kickoff, I did play, I did get involved, I did play the in-game, I did over. So I played 47 and a half, I laid 15 cents on it. Just feeling like, look at where this game is here. This is a big drive for the Chargers because they're going to get the ball to start the second half. Yes. They're not going to run the football at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Justin Herbert looks very comfortable sitting in the pocket. We know on the backside they're really beat up for the Pittsburgh Steelers and no Watt out there to try to really apply any pressure on Herbert. And then for the Steelers who want to run the football, they're not able to run the football because they're behind, and we continue to see more scoring out of the Chargers. I think Pittsburgh right now, Ben's finding his way throwing the football down the field. As much as as much as they want to pound the ball with Najee Harris, I think they're going to be, because they're behind, they're going to continue to have to play catch-up come second half. I think that's a great uh, analysis by you there that they want to run the football. That was certainly probably the game plan coming in. We know the Chargers are the worst defense in the NFL in defending the run. And we saw Najee Harris get some carries there in the first quarter, but now they're behind. And, And the Pittsburgh defense really hasn't been there to stop the Los Angeles Chargers. Like you say, Justin Herbert pretty much slinging it all over the yard. Had a nice completion on this drive currently to Keenan Allen. Uh, And yeah, Big Ben's not having a whole lot of trouble finding his receivers either, so far at least in the second quarter. So yeah, the over makes sense. And uh, as we're talking here, the live line goes to 50 and a half. So uh, even while the action is on hold here at a commercial break, it's ticking to the over. Uh, the close at uh, before kickoff was 47 and a half, and it's kind of been there for most of this game as far as the live market, but now up and over that for the first time at 50 and a half. All right, James, uh, let's talk about our best bets, and it, it was the, the best day for you so far, I believe, on the history of the Pro Football Blitz. You, you went 5-0 and oh in the contest. You swept all your bets, I believe, all the prop bets and everything, and I took an over. I took a goose egg. I was 20 and 10 
on my best bets coming in and went 0 for 3 today. I had three two-team six-point teasers, and I only hit two of those six legs. That was the Minnesota Vikings plus 8.5 and the Washington football team at plus 10. Didn't even need the teaser with those two teams as they both won outright. But, James, you had everything come up uh, roses for you today, and it started with the Colts plus 7, and then you also had Jonathan Taylor over 73 rushing yards. That one cashed pretty easily. Well, and for that one, it was going to be because I did the money line as well. The key for me was I liked the running game. I thought Buffalo was soft up front. I didn't care what the numbers said prior to this game coming in. And a big key injury for the Bills on the defensive side, Tremaine Edmonds, was he going to be available or not? Because he is their he's their fastest linebacker. He's their leading tackler, and they need him out there to be able to compete against that running game. As soon as I saw he was inactive, and that's what I said, I'm going to take that, I'm going to take Taylor to go over his rushing yards, and I'm going to bet the money line because I thought that was a huge loss for the Bills not having their leading tackler and their best linebacker, their fastest player defensively to make plays. And obviously, whether he was there or not, him not being there factored into my decision to make those bets. But, you know, you got to just look at these matchups. And I just think the matchup for the Bills going forward is it's a soft team. This is a finesse football team. I know the secondary, they're built to stop the pass. Their secondary is great in coverage. But when it comes to just lining up and can you throw punches toe-to-toe with a team that wants to to really exp- to expound their physicality on you, we saw that for the Bills today. No show on either side of the football for Buffalo. They just got punked at home, bottom line. You know, the one, I, I I correct myself here, you did lose one. I did not know that you lost uh, Joe Mixon over 16 and a half receiving yards, and I'm kind of surprised by that. I thought that one looked pretty good. I thought you had a good reasoning on why that might happen, and Joe Mixon had a huge day, 123 rushing yards. I guess they didn't need to throw him the football. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think the the point was that we, we can just pound the football at the Raiders. A lot of that came in the second half, and in particular in the fourth quarter where Raiders just started to wear down defensively, and I think they lost their cool and lost their poise and really lost their competitive spirit because the offense for the Raiders was just such a struggle. Uh, but I wasn't very impressed. I know the final score. I don't know if the final score was really indicative. It's 32-13 to 13 was the final score in favor of Cincinnati, but – it was kind of an ugly game for sure in the first half and just didn't feel like Cincinnati. I, seeing Burrow, I thought that, and we saw the pass rush get there again. He got banged around again. Uh, this is a really, uh, he's a special quarterback and he's a tremendous competitor, but you got to keep him healthy. You've got to find some other ways to not have him just looking deep down the field each and every time. I know the kid's got great game and moxie and has the arm strength and accuracy to to fire big shots down the field, but you're going to get him hurt again. Uh, thinking about that offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals, that's where I suspected against that cover three for the Raiders, you'd find plenty of space for Joe Mixon to catch the football. He had had, I believe, nine or ten receptions collectively over the last two the last two games, over 100 yards receiving. I don't know if he even got a target today. All the targets were handing him the football in the second half. It was Joe Mixon that won that football game for the Cincinnati Bengals today. Yeah, absolutely. I think his biggest day of the year, and uh, you know, I agree with what you're saying. It was definitely an ugly game, and it was slow moving. The, the clock was ticking fast because Mixon was running the ball. There was a, you know, a lot of uh, action on the ground for both sides in this game, so the game went by pretty quickly. But from a scoring standpoint, it just was kind of ugly and slow, and never really got into, uh, you know, had a lot of electricity. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals were dominant over the Las Vegas Raiders, but not because they're, they don't look to me like a great football team. I think maybe this game said more about the Raiders, that this team is really in trouble 
Now, they will go to Dallas to play on Thanksgiving, and Dallas, of course, had a struggle today with the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Uh, I, I think Dallas is going to be fine. They certainly were hurt by some injuries today. CeeDee Lamb with concussion. He probably will not play on Thanksgiving. I don't think he can turn it around that quickly with that type of injury. Uh, Amari Cooper out with an injury today. Maybe he will be back. But the Cowboys were a little bit banged up in this game. I still think they'll be okay. The Raiders, I don't know, James. This team looks to be in trouble. Well, as far as Cooper is concerned, it was COVID, so I don't think he, I don't think he's vaccinated, so I don't think he's. Oh, that's able right. To play my bad. Thursday. My bad. I'm not positive of that, but I don't think he's able to play come Thursday. Right. And, but and with Ceedee Lamb, yeah, can he come back from the concussion? But what what, was, what Dallas team was that that we saw today? No commitment to the running game whatsoever. This was a team that had outside of the first week of the season in that shootout with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had been committing to the running game, both with Pollard and with Elliott. No run game today. All on Dak Prescott to have to make all the plays. They were shorthanded at the receiver position. No Tyron Smith again at the left tackle position. Really curious game plan coming into this game for the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, there's another coach coach of the year front runner there for Mike McCarthy. I think he was what, 5-1, to 6-1 to one going into this week. Uh, I think I can scratch him off of that coach of the year as well. Well, just really curious game plan for the Cowboys. But as far as turning it around, playing at home against this Raiders team on Thanksgiving Day, I don't know. The, the Raiders looked very uninspired today. They just looked like uh, defensively. I felt like they competed for the first first half, maybe the first three quarters. But it's the offensive side. They're not finding themselves here again. Not not knowing. Do they want to throw it? Do they want to run it? Where are they going to? It's just. I think the offense continues to be the struggle, and it's putting more and more pressure on a defense. It's not a very good defense to begin with are the Raiders. They have they, bookends can get after the quarterback, but aside from that, that back end, you could beat them. I think we'll see, regardless of who's at the receiver position for the Cowboys, I think we're just going to see the Cowboys get back to doing what they do, and it's running the football right at this Las Vegas Raiders team on, th- on Thanksgiving. Well, and Tyron Smith being out of the lineup really caught up to him today. And, and I tell you what, James, we'll dive into this game a, a little further here uh, later in the program, but uh, you know, I'm starting to get sold on that Kansas City defense. They were so awful to start the year. We talked about how they've been improving, but they were playing against lousy teams. Well, they showed up pretty big against a good offense today. And I and I don't know, like you talk about the game plan for Dallas. Was it because of you know McCarthy just uh, you know pulled a brain fart today, or was it because the Kansas City defense really is getting that good and maybe is a force to be reckoned with? We'll break that one down further a little later on in the program. They are just about to halftime. Looks like the Chargers are going to attempt a field goal here. We'll update you when we return on the Pro Football Blitz at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no more batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never easier to find your Zinn. So head over to zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Sunday night football has gone to the break, and the Chargers did indeed add a field goal there uh, with just a few seconds left before halftime. They stalled uh, there on third down and uh, attempted to kick the field goal there from 31 yards. It went right through the uprights, and they take a 17-10 advantage over the Pittsburgh Steelers into the locker room. And your line here for the entire game, the live line, James, is at eight and a half, and uh, you got to be feeling good about the total. The live line now up to 51 and a half for the whole game. Well, and especially the total, yeah, sitting at 47 and a half. But thinking about the how this game is going, there hasn't been a punt in this game. Neither defense has been able to get home to the quarterback. Both quarterback, there's, I think Herbert's been sacked once. That was the only hit. Roethlisberger's barely been touched. So both both guys are having their way throwing the football, but here we go. The Chargers, have, I think they've scored every time they've touched the ball, and in this case here, now coming back, they're going to get the ball again to start the second half. So they just had the possession to go down, score, kick the three late. Now they get the ball back again. If they go down and score and go up two possessions again, 
We talked about it before. That's kind of that's where I was looking at it, like in the over here, because Pittsburgh is going to have to get out of their game plan running the football and the fact that they're having success throwing the football with Big Ben, 11 out of 17, 122 yard, or 120 yards, and a touchdown. Scrap the running game. You're down. This is going to be a shootout trying to have to keep up because right now the Steelers just devoid of some big playmakers on the defensive side like we talked about. And then the Chargers, they're not putting any pressure. It's kind of a soft team as it is, both sides of the football for the for the Los Angeles Chargers. So I think this is the kind of style of game that the Chargers want to play. Good. Let our quarterback sit back, stand tall in the pocket, go through his reads, sling the football around. We're not going to worry about him getting touched, and we don't have to try to be physical at the point of attack and run the football because we don't run the football anyway. This is exactly the style of game that the Chargers like to play. Let's talk about uh, one of the Steelers' rivals in the AFC North division, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. They were at Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears today, and they were on a mini-buy, extra rest, as they played last Thursday night, and they were shocked as eight-and-a-half-point road favorites. They were beaten by the Dolphins in Miami. They got back into the win column today, but they did it with Tyler Huntley at quarterback. Lamar Jackson was out with an illness, non-COVID related, but an illness all week long. And just before game time, it was announced that he would not play, but they still get it done over the hapless Chicago Bears. The Bears do cover the number here. Uh, in our contests here locally in Las Vegas, the Ravens were about a four and a half or five point favorite. Obviously, those come out midweek. By the time we got to kickoff here, the Chicago Bears were just a one-point underdog with a total of 40 and a half. Now, the closing line, they did not cover. 19 to 16, your final in favor of the Baltimore Ravens. They moved to seven and make that 16 to 13. I apologize. 16, 13, your final in favor of Baltimore. Baltimore moves to seven and three on the season. The Chicago Bears dropped to three and seven, James. Uh, and the Bears were really beat up coming into this game on the defensive side. Noah Keem Hicks, he's the anchor in the middle of that defense. We talked about the linebackers gone for the season. D Danny Trevathan gone. Khalil Mack gone. Then their best safety, Eddie Jackson. He was out for this game. So I'm going to temper what... Baltimore was able to do now they came back late they fell behind because ultimately Justin Fields he heard a rib I think it was he got he he left the game Andy Dalton comes in and they actually find some offense going and making some plays in the second half scored two touchdowns Andy Dalton comes in Justin Fields he's not ready to play he's he's seeing the rush he's not seeing the routes out there and not accurate whatsoever he struggled early it was four of four out of 11 for 79 yards only and then Dalton comes in throws two touchdowns throws for over 200 yards in the second half but then it was just the Bears not being able to get off and get the big stop at the end of the game get off the field I think they converted a big fourth down play to the Ravens to put them inside the red zone to ultimately win the football game but yeah for the Bears just missing so much talent and you know, you have to factor that in now that we're midway through and on the other side of the halfway point of the season, a lot of teams, everybody, every team's dealing with injuries, but it's a matter of how deep are those teams to fill in with those injuries. We're seeing it right now with the Steelers, the loss of some of those key defensive players, not seeing other guys being able to step up and step in and make plays right now for the Steelers defense. And then the Bears, just too many guys defensively out for this team to be able to make a stop even against a player like Tyler Huntley not having much experience in the NFL whatsoever. Yeah, you know, and he wasn't too bad. Uh, he rushed the ball seven times for 40 yards. He did throw an interception, no touchdown passes, but pretty efficient 26 for, or excuse me, 26 of 36 for 219 yards. You mentioned Justin Fields. Uh, he did leave the game. Dalton looked good. He, he, like you say, he really sparked that offense for Chicago that had been completely absent 
uh, under the guide of Justin Fields earlier in the game. But the question is, will Fields be ready uh, for next week? They turn around quickly and play on Thanksgiving. Now, Baltimore plays host on Sunday Night Football next week. They will be taking on the Cleveland Browns, a good AFC North matchup there. And Chicago is at Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. So you might have uh, Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton in Detroit while you're eating some turkey there, James. I think I'd much rather be looking at Andy Dalton if I'm looking to get involved and play a bet on this game. I don't want anything to do with the Detroit Lions. I know they covered a big number again, uh, but I think that was more so the ineptitude and the injuries to Baker Mayfield for that offense, not being able to even commit to a running game, put it all on on poor Baker Mayfield out there, staggering around like Fred Sanford, all beat up trying to make plays. I think here for the Chicago Bears, are you looking to build for the future? Now we got to see with Justin Fields going out with a rib injury. Depending on what that rib injury is, we know rib injuries can be pretty severe and those can take a while to heal. Not much you can do about rib injuries to heal other than maybe take a shot and get them out there. But are you building your quarterback? Are you trying to find a way to win a football game? I feel like for Nagy right now, he's trying to save his job. How do you save your job? You win football games. It's clearly with the... The veteran presence with Dalton out there, able to make plays, that's where they need to go. Nagy needs to try to save his job if if, if it's even if it's even there to save. I don't know if he can even save it, but at this point, if he feels like he's still got some semblance of hope to continue to be the Bears coach beyond this season, it's got to be Andy Dalton as a starter. Yeah, I think uh, that job may be pretty close to gone at this point at 3-7. and seven. He's certainly had a few chances to quote-unquote save that job, and I, I don't know, maybe today was the last straw. By the way, the halftime line for this game, James, the Los Angeles Chargers favored by a point and a half for the second half only. Your total, again, for the second half only is 23-and-a-half. So the uh, live line currently 51-and-a-half for the entire game and the Chargers by 8-and-a-half for the entire game. Again, just for the second half, 1-and-a-half in favor of Los Angeles and a total of 23-and-a-half. The New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles, we thought this would be a pretty good game, and it turned out to not be too bad. The Saints made a run in the end, but you know this was another one, James, that I thought you really nailed. I, I thought you were spot-on on two games today, uh, calling the rushing attack and the offensive line play of the uh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts in their victory over the Bills, and then the ability to wear out that Saints defense by the Philadelphia Eagles. That's exactly what they did. They ran the ball incredibly effectively today for well over 200 yards on the ground against the number one rushing defense in the NFL, and you know, there were times where that Saints defense didn't look too bad, but again, over time, they just got worn out because Trevor Simeon and company couldn't sustain drives. It was pretty much like you called it, Mr. Salinas. Well, that offensive line was really beat up. Both starting tackles not in the game for New Orleans, as well as their starting left guard, Andres Pete, wasn't there. And then no Alvin Kamara. So where were the points going to come from? And it all falls on Trevor Simeon to have to make some plays in the passing game and going to get a pass rush after you. And I think the other side... It was really, again, Philadelphia being able to continually get out there and commit to the run game. Jalen Hurts, 13 out of 24 for 147 yards. No touchdowns, no picks, nothing spectacular. Again, we're seeing the identity. This is the, what, the fourth or fifth week in the row that Philadelphia has changed their game plan, and we are going to be a power football team running the ball. 50 attempts from the Philadelphia Eagles rushing the football today for 242 yards, three touchdowns on the ground, pounding the rock. And Sanders came back into the fold. Jordan Howard got in. Boston Scott, we know Hurts can run the football too. Great game. 
discipline, running the football again from Philadelphia, again, wearing down a New Orleans team because that offense just is really shorthanded up front. And Trevor Simeon threw for three touchdowns today. There was a point in the second half where it looked like the Saints might get back in this ball game. Uh, and he turned the ball over twice. He threw a pick six to Darius Slay. Darius Slay with a fumble recovery for a touchdown last week against the Denver Broncos and then a pick six today. If Simeon doesn't turn the ball over twice, maybe this is a closer game. But absolutely, the Eagles looking good. They moved to five and six. The Saints dropped to five and five on the year. New Orleans has lost three in a row. 40 to 29, your final score there as the Philadelphia Eagles get their first win at home on the season. We'll come back with more in just a moment on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.